Whizbullcast, episode 45J, 2008 Minnesota Open, recording 10. Four teams ready? Toss up, one. A distinctive neurotoxin known as BMAA is produced in these organisms and is thought to be responsible for a variant of amyotropic lateral sclerosis that, is, that used to be highly prevalent among the Chamorro of Guam. Lawrence Johnson reclassified this phylum families, which now include Stantericiae and Zemiaceae, and some species have coralloid roots that contain symbiotic bacteria which help in nitrogen fixation. Thought to have evolved from the medulocellis uh, due to their manoxalic wood and radiospermic seeds, they were ubiquitous from the late Permian through the Jurassic periods, but are now threatened due to their slow reprodu- reproductive rate and habitat loss. Put endpoints identify this phylum, whose plants uh, bear a single cluster of uh, large seed cones at the top of the at the top of the center uh, that look uh, that look like and are often confused with palms. These are. I don't think they're angiosperms. Are they angiosperms? That's the other one. So, like, are these um, gingophytes? Oh, no. they, you're close though. They're cycads. Okay. Yeah. Cycads. Right. Okay. I've never heard of this. Exciting. I'm sure. Is he important? Yeah. They hadn't like come up. Okay. No. I mean, like this. That's what I want. Tasa. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Tasa. Starting. Uh, Tasa two. The protagonist of this novel once penned a poem that praises his countrymen's zest for life and charity that begins, "God bless our noble fatherland." The protagonist returns to a bustling metropolis and is startled by the the carcass of a dead dog while waiting for a taxi, after which he argues with his girlfriend about whether to see a movie. This novel insinuates that the protagonist's secretary, Mary Tomlinson, spies on him for the resentful William Green. One character in this novel, named Sam, is ironically referred to as the Honorable, and and its protagonist desires to marry a taboo awesome girl. The protagonist is indebted to uh, his village's progressive union, but his finances are strained when he uh, finances Clara's abortion. Uh, no longer these. <laughs> hey! <laughs> I hear Clara there. Bonus. This author has written works like Abeng and Free Enterprise for 10 points each. In this author, he wrote about Claire's life in flashback as she rides a truck with a bunch of possibly suicidal guerrillas in No Telephone to Heaven. Hobby. <laughs> uh, Michelle Cliff. Michelle Cliff emigrated uh, from, uh, from this country to the, to the United States. A novelist with this first name has spent books like Annie John and At the Bottom of the River. Uh, so, first name of some author with this country. Oh, man. Um, Answer? India. Jamaica. Oh! oh. oh. Um, another Jamaican writer was this Harlem Renaissance figure who wrote okay. about hopping dick and beat a plant in banana bottle yeah, okay. and Jake Brown at Congo's in Home to Harlem. Claude McKay. That's right. Nice. Right. Wow. <laughs> that was unnecessary. Class <laughs> <laughs> of three. One of its namesakes is the lemma with Cantelli, which states that if the probability for an infinite set of events is zero, that the, prob- that the probability for an infinite set of events is zero if the sum of the probabilities for all events is less than infinity. And uh, the other names a theorem about uniform con- continuity of certain functions along with Cantor. A combinatorial proof for it was developed using finite bit strings and Kruger's fan theorem and was developed by Macaulay and Rayburn. 
Tikhonov's theorem yields a similar result to this theorem, and accumulation points for an infinite set A, which belong to A, have finite covers according to this theorem, which can be proved by the bolzano weierstrass theorem for real numbers. For 10 points, identify this theorem. Hi, bro. I was just mad. It was all over the place. Just made sense. Uh, names are things related to people who pronounce their own uh, names in ways that make Rob Carson want to angrily slaughter thousands in Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> uh, this co host of NPR's All Things Considered won a bunch of awards for a series of articles about track house kid Dooney Walters. Much to Rob's chagrin, she pronounces her first name, Michelle. Oh, but it's Norris, I think. I think so. Norris? Okay. Um, this asshole got so caught up in losing the 1970s Heisman race to Jim Plunkett that he started pronouncing his name differently. Yeah, Lawrence Taylor later Heisman. broke his leg, yeah. uh, much to the opposite satisfaction. No, the Heisman. Yeah. Change his name to sound like Heisman. Uh, Bob holds that the that a certain former twin stud was awesome when everyone uh, called him Matt LaCroix, but when he uh, asked people to call him Matt uh, LeCroy, he started sucking. Uh, the sucking culminated when he began suffering from this disease, which David Wells has also suffered from. So David Wells, uh, what disease did he suffer from? Alcoholism? Chrome's disease. Gout. Okay. With the gout. And I'm all excited. That, 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 I remember MVP baseball 2004 and just hold off and swing away. Yeah. I'll take Tony on the train. Yeah. yeah. It's, pretty, it's pretty funny, too. Yeah. Sure, it's awesome. Four. This battle occurred after one side retreated from uh, Fort Malden and their commanding general allegedly left the troops with Colonel Warburton while he was delivering his personal luggage and family to safety. A reference to the earlier River Racing Massacre. One combatant in this battle was later left off uh, the 1840 Democratic ticket, leaving Van Buren without a running mate, and used a vice presidential political slogan beginning, Rumpsy Dumpsy. Thames. Rumpsy Dumpsy. It was like the thing, Johnson killed the Kumsa. Uh, that was the thing. And so if Johnson killed the Kumsa, it's the Battle of the Thames. That's an awesome clue. I know. <laughs> and then the following about the bastard child of know nothing and the big parties. Okay. The Constitutional Party. Uh, okay. uh, for, uh, part one. The Constitutional Union Party nominated this senator from Tennessee Bell. for president, but he only ended up uh, yeah. carrying three states. John Bell. Bell won the electoral votes in this state, which, uh, despite allowing slavery, did not join the Confederacy in seceding from the Union. The Battle of Mill Springs was fought here during the Civil War. Yeah. I think it's Tennessee. Tennessee? Ah, uh, Kentucky. It's Kentucky, that's right, because Tennessee was south of... <sighs> the Constitutional, Constitutional Unionists were very influential at two conventions led by John Carlyle in this city, which created a breakaway state that rejoined the Union after Virginia seceded. Oh, God. So, it's like that bicycle union, like, the breakaway state rejoined the Union after Virginia seceded. Okay, so maybe this is, um, where's this, it begins with, like, wheeling? Yeah, maybe. Wheeling? Okay. Good, good did, thing you, did you look at my shirt at all? No. Is the only answer. Really, West Virginia Independence Hall? Six something. No, I just like it. He said words that sounded really right. And so, I guess we just wrote the train. That they were right? Yeah. No, that you're wearing the shirt. Clear. Yeah. Okay, thanks. You're on the ball. It's a good shirt. Yeah. Pass up five. 
this adjective describes an object that with uh, the the breach the breaches and all that is so queer in the Oliver Wendell Holmes poem The Last Leaf. James Maso Mitsui's 1997 anthology of his past poetry has this adjective in its title. A word with this adjective in it in its title contains a man who claims that Western romances take a non-human objective approach and who finally ascends to paint a woman drowning when she non-compassionately looks at her husband. In addition to that work which features Onani Shioda, another novel with this adjective in its title contains a servant named Mizu. That novel sees Don Eugenio attempt to make love to Frasquita and uh, features the Miller Lucas. For 10 points in this adjective that describes a world in an Atsume Soseki world and a hat in a pair of a three-cornered. <laughs> Three-cornered world by Soseki, finally. What? Now we just know we've gone too far. That's just proof. It's been like one of like 10. Who's writing this? It's in Minnesota. I'd expect this to be like Eric Mukherjee or something. Well, this was Andrew who did that. Oh, Andrew Arch. Well, that's really exciting. Here's a bonus on rocks for 10 points each. This series describes the order of crystallization of different minerals from cooling magma, and it ends in quartz, yeah. and which has a continuous and discontinuous reaction series. Was it? Poland's reaction. Yeah, sounds right. Poland's reaction series. Falling between pyroxene and biotite in the mafic branch of the series, these minerals are distinguished from pyroxene by their 120-degree cleavage and double chain structure. Hornblende is an example of this type of rock. Uh, no, mafic. Yeah, I have no idea. Mafic. Amphibolies. This mica mineral is highly birefringent and very easily shows basic cleavage. It is a conspicuous component of most granites and falls below uh, the feldspars and quartz on the reaction series. Its name comes from its use as window glass in the namesake region. Window glass. Oh, oh muscovite maybe? Muscovite? Nice. Uh, Sub six. His first, his first published work was a poem that begins by exhorting Hercules to fall from heaven in tempests hurled, and goes on to describe how the speaker's miseries even murmur. He invoked Botticelli's painting in another poem in the structure of uh, Ficino that describes a garden tryst. In addition to The Shadow of the Night and All Its Banquet of Sense, he wrote a play in which the protagonist is caught up in the intrigues of Barigny and the title character's ghost chides his brother Clermont to revenge him. Chapman. Yes. I was thinking that. The protagonist of this play seeks a city of light and concludes that the title figure must stab him for that part. He's in this play whose title character lures victims to their doom and drowning pool. Killer. Oh, yes, killer. <laughs> <laughs> the killer was one of UG Nionesco's four plays to feature this character who also shows up. Oh, uh, Berenger also appears in this play by Ionesco as the titular ruler over a land he can hardly miss. That's right. Okay, there. Straight eight points. The killer's great book. Fine bonus. Toss up seven. Uh, in one work by this artist, a tiny wasted woman wears a purple ribbon around her stomach and lounges in a floral print chair. In another of this artist's work, a central man in the background wails at the ceiling. 
uh, two guitarists from and a woman in a dramatically red dress raises a clenched fist um, while a white-skirted woman contorts and dance. In addition to Lady Agni of Lakhna and El Haleo, uh, this artist executed a mural series depicting the triumph of religion for the Boston Public Library. Okay, so this is... Sergeant? Nice. Good buzz. Good buzz. I can for it. Help Billy Bai answer the following about geography of Monica Marks for 10 points. Billy wants to travel to Monica, Texas, which is located just east of this town near Texas's southern tip. This city <laughs> is across from the is across the border from uh, Matamoros, Mexico. El Paso, I think. No, that's Juarez or El Paso, and maybe it might be El Paso. Uh, Brownsville, okay. Texas. Oh, right, right. Um, it is a scant 978 miles, mostly on Highway 77 and Interstate 55, from Monica to Marx, which is located <laughs> near Clarksdale in this state. Billy will drive all night, not even stopping to enjoy the majesty of this state's capital, Jackson. Mississippi. Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm Capital knowledge. <laughs> I'm past 7th grade. <laughs> on, his long drive, like Billy will, grade. on his long drive, Billy will have to avoid yeah. the temptations of this Harrison County gambling haven. Like its twin city, Gulfport, it is home to many casinos. Unlike Gulfport, it is the, it is the primary setting of many John Grisham novels. Uh, oh, that's, uh, that's a clue that I love. <laughs> oh. Biloxi, Mississippi. Oh, Biloxi, who supported the thesis of Josef Shlovsky regarding it. One of these bodies has impact sites named after David Todd and Heinrich de Arrest, in addition to Rel Dressel and Limbach. One of these bodies is alleged to be the source of the Kaidu meteor, and the nearly straight lines on its surface were discovered to be the result of ejecta from the body it orbits by the express probe. The smaller of these objects has impact craters named after Swift and Voltaire, while the larger of these objects has a 10-kilometer-wide impact uh, site that is nearly as deep as its diameter, known as Stickney's Crater, and will eventually be pulled into the planet's surface. Like, Phobos and Deimos? Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's a planet with two moons, you say. Indiana Jones isn't the only one who can eat brains, means some mythical cerebrophages for him points <laughs> Revived by Bokor, these undead creatures were originally created by, uh, by drugs as thralls for their, to their masters. It is only in dated adaptations that they become known for eating brains. This is zombies. zombies. Uh, Kanan Cernak uh, used to enjoy delicious calcified brains. Perhaps unusual snack um, helped him defeat Lugai to avenge the death of this other hero who had previously showed him up in a beheading contest. Uh, like an array in here? Wait, beheading contest? Maybe like Gawain? Gawain? Sure. Okay. Gawain? Kuchulain. Okay. Oh, Kuchulain. By okay, eating yeah. a Melanipus's brain, this father of Diomedes and member of the Seven Against Thieves scandalized Athena, uh, who changed her mind and let him down. Okay. 
It's Acrisius, not maybe? falling places. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> no, Acrisius. Uh, tidius, tidius. Exciting. Yeah, we should have just had it. Toss up nine. This man abolished Oklahoma's grandfather clause in arguing Green uh, v. U.S. as Solicitor General, and he was the first president, president of the Council on Foreign Relations. He scored a major legal victory that limited the president's right to seize private property as counsel for the steel industry in Youngstown Shield and Shield Company versus Sawyer. He was, the, he was nominated for president in a bizarre convention during which radio listeners tuned in to hear an enthusiastic. Uh, I think it was like John W. Davis. So he, was say like the he, was, he was the Democratic nominee in 1924. Okay. He was notably a Wall Street lawyer. Okay. For business. Uh, and then, and like, uh, the 24 was really a bizarre. Wasn't there an Al Davis too? No, no, Al, Al Smith. Al Davis is the, oh. the, the big general manager or whatever of the, or like the owner of the Oakland Raiders. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's an LC. Yeah, that's the, that's the one I'm thinking. Uh, okay, your bonus. It allows for the expression of chemical potential in terms of entropy and pressure. For 10 points each, identify this equation that states that the summation of overall components of the product of of the product of partial number particle number times the potential differential is equal to the difference between pressure times the change in volume and entropy times the change in temperature. So, I don't think so, because it's a problem. Goldman Hodgkin's cats. That's right, that's what that is. Properties such as entropy, which are difficult to measure experimentally, can be related in terms of variables such as pressure, temperature, or volume. According to uh, uh, the, this set of differential equations named for a Scottish dude. Who's a Scotch fellow? There's on like Heaviside, there's McLaurin. McLaurin, uh, McLaurin, Answer? Heaviside. Maxwell relations. Ah, uh, he's pretty scared. <laughs> <laughs> binary solution. This quantity can be obtained by integrating Gibbs to Hem equation over all mode fractions for a reference solute. Well, so we like F that or E or something. No, that's not a thing. Answer. Gibbs free energy. Activity voltage. Okay. We do not deserve points like points. Tasab Ten. He is sometimes considered to be the son of the deities of expediency and poverty, Horus and Penia, and he was depicted at Megara, accompanied by such figures as Porthos and Himeros. Uh, also thought by some to be a son of Iris and Zephyrus, a festival in his honor was held every five years at Thespiae, and the Dionysian mysteries referred to him as protagonist or the firstborn, referring to the Theogony's claim that he sprang forth from chaos. He carried torches as well as a set of weapons that were half lead and half gold. Uh, his so like um, arrows. It's good work. Oh uh, yeah. Wait, this. What did I do there? I was also ten. Yeah, I have. I mean, we didn't get side cats at the very beginning. Oh yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I forgot about. Sorry, I mean, that was I. Yeah. You get bonus. 
children who have not developed it will uh, believe that an object hidden under a blanket will have disappeared. In the uh, psychological phenomenon, which describes the ability of young children to understand that things continue to exist even object when they are not Yeah, object permanence. According to Piaget's theory of cognitive development, uh, children realize object permanence in this um, first uh, development stage, uh, roughly comprising the first two years after birth. Sensory motor. This Simon Fraser professor is a critic of Piaget's and theorized the somatic state as a parallel to Piaget's sensory motor stage in his theoretic, major theoretical book, The Educated Mind. The Educated Mind. Maybe it's not like Gardner. I know he did multiple intelligences. Okay. Gardner? Kieran Egan. Okay. Cool. okay. You got a 30 there. Just point me down. I mean, you know, I I had memorized the faculty at every single Canadian college, but I guess I'm going. <laughs> I have 145 to 90. Oh, 140. Do they have a power more than I was. I don't think they. I don't think they had a power or an A. I didn't hear. No, Davis Davis team was power. I, did I say that? No, John W. Davis was power. Yeah. Okay, but you didn't say that. Oh, okay. Daddy, you 15. 15. 15. I was yeah. wondering about that. I was just like. Oh no! It was well in power. Like there was. Okay. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> I don't know. I just I like, decide that out. Never mind. Sorry. Okay, that's alright. I mean, it just it just seemed obviously like it was John W. Davis. <laughs> <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Like, well, no, I read a book about like all the presidential elections. That would help. It would. <laughs> Toss up eleven. This work singles out Bates for his distinct point of view after deriding George Glidden and Josiah Nart for falling into Nietzsche's trap for, of higher instinct, noting that they failed to take social conditions into account. The seventh section of this work uh, focuses on convergent development to argue for an evolutionary viewpoint, and its author concludes this work with an overview of the Negro problem in the United States. The fifth section of this work attacks the distinction between higher and lower languages, while its fourth section concludes that there is no correlation between brain size and ability. Uh, this work details the author's research among the Quaki Uti people. Seriously, it was boats. It's a good toss-up. It seems like a difficult what class. Some of these people actually just learn more, though. No, I mean, like, I was thinking that before Quaki Uti. Okay. So it just, yeah, like, I was thinking that, that made it. That makes it easier to buzz in before us. Yeah, it would. It would exactly. Yeah. Niccolo Machiavelli found inspiration in this dude, who is the model for the prince, but in point he identified as badass, who may have uh, fathered his sister Lucretia's child and was made cardinal by his father, Pope Alexander VI. Among uh, Cesare's bold uh, military achievements were the conquests of Imola and Forli. Those places were then governed by Caterina of this family. Catherine's father, Galeazzo Maria, married born of Savoy, but was assassinated in 1476. So it's, I think, Sforza? Uh, sounds better than what I have. Sforza? It's good work. Uh, give either the real name or the papal name of this other Borgia Pope, uh, who was in power during the 1456 siege of Belgrade, during which he excommunicated the Hades. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a great clue. Yeah, it's like way behind the 1996. Was he in power? The, the Pope name of this guy? Alexander VI. Okay, do it. Alexander VI. I said Alexander the So you want Rodrigo Borgia? No. They want the other. The Borgia. other Borgia. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So who the hell is it? I don't know. Calixtus the third or Alfonso Borgia. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. That is work. Good work. Good work. Alright. Yeah. 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 One character in this novel responds, very well, war, when told that she can either be a lover or an enemy. 
one character tells her friend Sophie that her that she received her first love letter when her lover placed it on her heart, put it away, and then reminded her to practice. At this novel's end, one character joins a convent, another signs up uh, with the Knights of Malta, and a third flees to Holland when she contracts a disfiguring case of smallpox. One character's mother sequesters her at her aunt Madame de Rosemont, Rosemont's estate, where she is seduced by a man who has her room key. Uh, one character attempts to affect an uh, affect an affair between Gercourt's fiance Cecile and. Okay, so this is dangerous liaisons. Uh, this poet is notable for collections like uh, The Drunk in the Furnace and A Mask for Janus, for 10 points each. Nameless poet who wrote There is Nothing for You to Say in his Learning a Dead Language, and also wrote poems like Leviathan and In the Winter of My 38th Year. I, I really want to say Rothko. I don't know okay. why. I, I don't know much about his name. Rothko? Uh, William Stanley Mervyn. Uh, yes, W.S. Mervyn. Uh, W.S. Mervyn may be better known for his translation of this into English of such works as Yerma by this Spanish author of Blood Bearing and Lament for Death of Mervyn also translated many of this Acmeist author, many works by this Acmeist author of the Noise of Time's poems, uh, including the Stalin epigram. Not Mandelstam. It has a weird answer. Yeah. It says, Joseph Mandelstam, except Mandelstam. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, Mandelstam. Also, 13. One adaptation of this collection grants large powers to rulers, but implores citizens to retain their conscience. Uh, this collection's uh, Targum caused a great earthquake when it was co uh, composed by Yonatan ben Uziel, and selections from this collection are read after the Torah in the Haftara during Shabbat. Its poetic section of Akaronim contains the Trey Asar as well as the Book of Comfort, while its narrative section of Rishonim describes the Battle of Gibeah and Judgment of Solomon. It contains books that compare Israel to Harlot uh, Hosea, uh, Harlot Hosea, and proclaim God's love for all people. Amos, uh, for ten points, identify the section of the Hebrew Bible consisting of many foretellings by James. So, like, this is like the Minor Prophets. Yes. Okay. Uh, that like seems like a really weird thing to toss yeah, off. I wouldn't. Right. Let, me, uh, let me reiterate that nobody in Judaism cares about prophets <laughs> or their books thereof. What was the underlined answer there? Just like prophets? Or? Um, it says Nevi'im, I don't know how is that how you pronounce it, or prophets or anything that's just like their prophetic writings. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, not the best possible, but uh, no. I mean, I appreciate it. You were trying. Points for the everyone. bonus. This effect was discovered in the presence of a strong magnetic field when uh, when its discoverers saw voltage plateaus in units of E squared over H for 10 points each. Identify this effect, which also comes in fractional variety and was oh, discovered by Klaus von Klitzing. No, 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 no. Well, what's the effect of the fractional variety? I mean, you can say that. I don't think it's a very good answer. It's not. It's distillation. Quantum polygon. That's right. This method gives the carrier density of a rectangular sheet of conducting material by measuring the hall voltage of the sheet using some contacts on the corners of a sheet. It is named for a Dutch scientist. Well, he's pretty Dutch. Lorenz is Dutch. He's so Dutch. Lorenz. It's not Dutch enough, man. Mandelbaum method. That's 
Yes. More touch. Yeah. A special case of the planar Hall effect. This effect sees the flow of circular current when a radial current is applied to a conducting metallic disc placed perpendicular to a magnet. I don't know. I sort of want to say like Bridgman. No, the Bridgman effect is like the internal Peltier effect. Bridgman. Corbino. Okay. I do not know anything about the whole or the quantum as it should be. Sub 14. One song by a group from this country describes the one who sucks tequila from a cactus in the cactus. In the chorus of that song, Safa notes that it's all love and it's all right till we are drunk, then it's all fights. That song is What a Great Night by this country's Hilltop Hoods. Created report charted in the US uh, for an electronic group from here, Severed Heads. Who's Gonna Save Us and Who's uh, What's on Your Radio are songs by another band from this country, The Living End. One band from this country announced that fat boy, you're gonna wait until the title time of tomorrow, while another band expressed their desire to stand with you on a mountain and bathe with you in the sea in truly madly deeply. In addition to Silver Chair and Savage Garden, this country is home to a band whose debut album, Get Boy, contains the songs Roll Over DJ and Are You Gonna Be My Girl. Like, oh, which is not my. I, I didn't I, 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 I think it's you. Is it Australia? Yeah. yeah. Jet. <laughs> That gun so much. Why does so it now we have two band? buzzers that don't buzz? Well, that like occasionally does that, I think. <laughs> Try one thing. The same buzz. There you go. Choose uh, <laughs> that. Okay, wait. That's their other thing. Their oh, it's alright. Don't they worry about it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, obviously, if you buzz, we're going to get the points. <laughs> That's how it works. Your Jeez. bonus 1950 Senate election saw him defeat. Okay, 1950 Senate election saw him defeat former Broadway star Helen Gahagan Douglas for 10 points each. Name this politician who, as vice president, engaged in the kitchen debate with Khrushchev. Nixon. Yeah. Nixon. <laughs> uh, during his 1950 Senate campaign, uh, Nixon used this colorful nickname to smear Douglas and paint her as a communist sympathizer yeah. of her liberal views. So it was a pink lady. Uh, after his election, Nixon would uh, work with this senator, a senior senator from California, who would later succeed Robert Taft as Senate Majority Leader. Oh. He's perhaps best known for his career as editor and publisher of the conservative Oakland Tribune during the 1960s, which ended with his suicide in 1974. Oh, this isn't Nelson Rockefeller. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, 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 Funeral saw his relatives for saw his relatives forced to pay sixty shillings for his gravesite on the spot, and may have been marred with a fire or his bowels exploding when he was shoved into a sarcophagus. His marriage to a cousin required that they donate the men's and women's abbeys dedicated to Saint Stephen. His loyal advisors included his half brothers Robert and Odo, who was instrumental in putting down a revolt led by Ralph de Coadere. Uh, he forced the nobles of his kingdom to swear allegiance at the oath of Salisbury, and he faced resistance from the pretender Edgar Atheling. He elevated the Archbishop of Canterbury over York in the Accord of Winchester, put down the revolt of the earls, and married Matilda of Flanders. For 10 points, name this Domesday book authoring. 
Oh, what? This is William of Flanders. Whoops. Matilda of Flanders. Yeah. Why did that? Oh, yeah. How did we not get that? That's okay. It's good stuff. Those Earls. She's man. kind of Earls. <laughs> oh, God. That was yeah, not very good. William the Bastard. Um. Oops. Okay. <laughs> Your bonus. A fast UPC set hopefully points, helpfully points out that this construct is not Mardi Gras, but it does not involve random mating. But in Parsons, in this theorem, which describes the distribution oh. of, gene, of gene alleles at a single locus when there are no evolutionary pressures acting on the locus. These entities can be used to graphically represent Hardy Weinberg equilibrium, named for an Italian statistician that consists of an equilateral triangle and a symmetric parabola which intersects the base. That parabola uh, contains all the equilibrium points. Yeah, so, so, what is, so, what does it look like to you? It doesn't look like anything. <laughs> Show you what it looks like. <laughs> 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 diagrams. Now, this principle states uh, an asexually reproducing species will steadily accumulate random mutations and thus attempts to explain the evolution of sex. Like, While Scott Soames discussed this work's unfinished semantic agenda in a 2002 work, this work propose, proposes the phrase I exist as a counterexample to P is a posteriori if and only if P is contingent by showing that I exist is both contingent and a priori. This work posits an initial baptism whereby the title action occurs and it uses the example of Hesperus equals Phosphorus in formulating the rigid designated. It refutes the Frege-Russell theory of a de definite descriptions in such sections as a puzzle about belief and speaker's reference and semantic reference. For 10 points in this book, consisting of three Princeton lectures that provide the basis for the casual uh, uh, causal theory of reference by Saul Kripke. Really? Was it? You had rigid designator that early in the name and it's necessity possible? That's like the most famous thing in that book, but I oh. assumed there was someone that was influenced by Kip Kripke instead. Because oh. <laughs> there was already like that meaning of meaning toss of the rigid designators. <laughs> did you guys get the meaning of meaning? No, no. God, God, no. <laughs> Either did Chicago. It's okay. It's a cool idea. <laughs> Um, Wikipedia scholars exalt this symphony's brassy fanfare and notes that its third movement is digresses into a frisky dance-like passage. Oh, yeah, point six. Uh, named this 1946 symphony, uh, its composer's last, that uses its theme as uh, of one of its composer's previous compositions, fanfare for the common Okay, so this is a, a symphony by Kruvun. So, let's pick a number for can't be our name. third symphony. This 1938 Copeland Ballet about the titular outlaw was pretty partly the result of studying cowboy songbooks while in Paris. The fact he can dance in a shootout with Pat Gunn. Good kid. 
Copeland's wonderful length opera was his 1954 work inspired by James Aggie's Let Is Now Praise Famous Men oh. about here and uh, Laurie Mars growing up in a Midwestern countryside. Okay, this is maybe like Knoxville 19. Yeah, I've heard that before. This is 1915, maybe? Knoxville 1915? Tenderland. Oh, that's right, the Tenderland. Yeah. The Knoxville 1915 is the same Bill Barber thing. Was that first one? Not any other name, but Copeland. <laughs> 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 No, I mean, you are a musician, Jonathan. <laughs> I mean, it's just Copeland didn't compose that many symphonies, so he just had to go and try to figure out. Like, it's obviously on his first or his second one. <laughs> obviously. Um, class of 17. Just this, hating. <laughs> this person designed a church with a tall rectangular brick spire and a, and a grid-like facade with a small window cutaway, the Christ Church Lutheran in Minneapolis, which is strikingly similar to this person's own first Christian church in Columbus, Indiana. This architect collaborated with It's uh Oh my god. And Gary. No. It's not. <laughs> what the f what the fuck is his name? Um which is strikingly similar to this person's own first Christian church in Columbus, Indiana. Oh this architect god. collaborated with a younger colleague on Buffalo's Clyde Hans Orchestra Hall and also Gary, designed the uh, grid inspired and star wide Des Moines Art Center. <laughs> He finished as the runner-up to John Mead Howells and Raymond Hood with an Art Deco design that was later made into Houston's Gulf Building. This runner-up in the Chicago Tribune Tower Contest devised uh, such national romantic designs as his home country's National Museum and the iconic central arch of his Helsinki Central Museum. <laughs> 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 this man whose son Erod designed the gateway arch. Sorry. E. Sarnen. <laughs> so it's Eru and I'm going to say like Enlil. Eliel. Eliel. Wow, that's hard. I'm pretty sure the Columbus Church or the North Christian Church is Eru Sarnen and not his father, but whatever. It's okay. I <laughs> So I would have been really mad if I had actually pulled that and then nicked it. That would have been awful. Yes. <laughs> no, your uh, Minneapolis buildings. No, it wasn't the Minneapolis one I got. I thought I would have heard of that building. <laughs> Apparently. Class of 18. They can produce coherent and directional thermal radiation, and sometimes the thermal output shifts along the wavelength with increasing temperature, but only the three-dimensional form exhibits a complete band gap with no transmission in any direction. The Bloch theorem can be used to study these because they have periodic dielectric material which allows uh, for wave-like propagation of their namesake particles, though at some frequencies they function as nearly perfect reflectors, allowing them to be used as radiation filters. For 10 points, in these materials formed of subwavelength layers of materials with different indices of refraction, which allow for scattering pre transmission of light in the atmosphere. Right. Oh, they aren't like metamaterial. No. <laughs> Whoops. For uh, photonic crystals, they seem notable, but they haven't come up ever before. Okay. Well, now they yeah. Like, I don't know. Man materials have something to do with like negative and down. Yeah. 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 Of fraction, but it probably would have said that. The neg on my part of my. Yeah, it's not. What? It's not a thing. No, they, I mean let 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 that just give me. Finish the question. 
class of 19. Colin Mackenzie performed three geographical surveys of this kingdom, and Italian Jesuit Leonardo Sinami established seven missions here during the rule of Kanti, Kanti Rawa Narasaraja. The Chikadeva Raja Vamsavali and Kalale Doregla Vamsavali are important historical texts from this polity, and this polity was established when Vijaya established his capital at Hadi Nalu, and was thus ruled for a long time by the Vodayar dynasty. This kingdom was usurped by a man whose son established a monopoly on its sandalwood trade and signed the treaty of sending the Patnam. Chola. What? Chola? No. Oh. But had to give away his two sons to Cornwallis after losing another battle oh, at sending wow. the Patnam in the, fourth, in the fourth of a series of wars. Hyder Ali and Tipu Sultan once ruled for 10 points. What kingdom which fought a series of wars against the British in the late 18th century in southern India? Mysore. What was Mysore. Okay, that's the same. Okay, Karnataka was different, you know, really. These guys fought the Mysore wars. Yeah, see. But yeah, I was thinking something else. Your bonus. This man pondered, is there really no right hand, right answer in hard cases? In his essay collection, A Matter of Principle, for 10 points each, named this Oxford-based natural, natural law scholar, Pulo. Laws Empire. Posner. Posner. Uh, Donald Dworkin. That's right. Donald Dworkin. Dworkin's mentor, whom he clashed over with natural law positivist debate, was H.L.A. Hart. Hart's uh, seminal text uh, in, is this work that distinguishes between primary and secondary legal rules law. and lays out Hart's legal positivism in a social context. Concept of law. Dworkin's concept of the uh, Judge Hercules from Laws Empire attempts to resolve the same problem as this man's ideal speech situation. This dialogue with Joseph Ratzinger was published as the Dialectics of Secularization, and he also penned the theory of communicative action. Habermas. Yeah. He likes ideal speech situations. Can I punch that? He does. 20. 20. We have a yeah, little too much. Yeah, I assume Andrew wrote that. Yeah, pretty sure he did. After that entire discussion on the, I like the, on the forums. Toss up the last. This person adapted a Holger Drachman poem into his into his Shakuntala in Amisek. Kalidasa. No. <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna be there. I don't think but... he adopted someone. <laughs> oh, else's. fuck. Okay, yeah, that was stupid. <laughs> and his second opera, Magic Fountain, was never oh, performed that. in his lifetime. Uh, some of his Norway inspired works include the tone poem, Eventir, or Once Upon a Time, as well as the symphonic uh, choral work, A Song of the High Things. This George Washington cable inspired opera, Koanga. Yes, for 15. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I see what you did there, but it's just, I don't think uh, they adapted a poem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a European guy. It's <laughs> 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 the secret. Uh, Frederick <laughs> Delius. Dilodromeo yeah. Delius. Mm, good. I like it. Okay. You know, people in the know like it. She wrote an essay collection describing various world affairs titled The Algebra of Infinite Justice for the Conchage, and this author who wrote uh, Foreign Policy Critiques in How Politics and War Talk. Arundhati Roy is best known for this book about fraternal twins Rahir and Esther. Other characters include their mother Amu and a pedophilic uh, uh, ghost paint tree who asks passerbys for cigars. Got the small things. Uh, yes. Another Indian author, Raja Rao, is the addressee of this poet's only English language poem. He is known for works like The Captive Mind, Bells in Winter, and A Song on the End of the Moon. The Captive Mind is like Milosh. Okay. Milosh. Wow. I would like to be down small things, but I don't know. I'm going to have to run.